Alright dog, it's time to get off the table. You're not even supposed to be on tables, you know that, right? Yeah, we know. We do it occasionally come home to find him sitting on the kitchen table. Oh! <laughs> you guys are home early! What's up? <laughs> this is not what it looks like at all. Well, it looks like you're on the table. This is exactly what it looks like. Uh, so, uh, what did I meant, mean to ask you about the birthday party the other day? Uh, I had a Chuck E. Cheese specific question for you, but I no okay. longer remember what it That's was. That's fine. That's fine. It was very insightful at the time when I thought of it at work last night. <laughs> It's yeah, not. But the, the walking of the plank to get to Chuck E. Cheese's was annoying. Yeah, what are you going to do? How was it? It wasn't like that when you guys went, I take no, it? No, 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 no. Of course not. Yeah. I mean, they were doing other construction, yeah. but there wasn't an actual plank. And then we got there <laughs> that day and we're like, oh, this isn't going to be Are they open? That's exactly <laughs> what we had to say. Are they open? And then you see the big sign that says open. We're like, okay, how do you get in? Yeah. And you see yeah. the sign that says entrance. We're like, okay, we're supposed to go around. Oh, no, there's. And then we saw somebody walking the little. Through the chain. The, yeah, the chain link alley. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. Good. I like the uh, Plants vs. Zombies game. That yes, they had. that, that was, was cool. cool. I did not get to play. Long. I was very well. upset. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let you in by yourself. Yes, they will. No, you can't go without a kid. Yes, you can. No, you can't. As an adult, they will not let you in without a child anymore. I didn't know that. That's right. Well, because you could be some creep. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. Could yeah. be a child predator. Yeah. Gotcha. You could just... You, meanwhile, I'm like, I just want to play the game with the shooty thing. That's Is that too much? I guess it is too much. Yeah, it is too much. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I've never been almost headbutted in the groin so many times. Oh, yeah. They just run around They're not going caring. 300 miles an hour head first. And you're in the way. And that's oh, yeah, exactly yeah. right at the right level. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. Oh. I, why I always almost knocked two or three kids down easy. Mm. Easy. Yeah, I mean, it's right. bad for it's bad all around for everybody concerned. Yeah. So, hey, what can you do? Anyway, um, yeah, oh, that yeah, killed two minutes. Right. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were taking that. Hey, right? yeah, why not? I figure we'll ease into it. Um, that way, uh, you know, it's so much more casual. So, it's... <laughs> But, um, oh, there was something else, but I no longer remember what it was. Welcome, everybody, to this week's memory impaired <laughs> version of the Science Patrol, uh, your weekly dose of all things Ultraman. Oh, hey, before we start, um, I'm, well, let me get into this. My, uh, I'm your host, Rich Conroy, and with me as always is Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody, how are you? Um, I remember last week we discussed why there was no beta capsule toy. Yes. Okay. One of the joys of having the eBay app on your phone okay. is you can always, when you think of something, look it right up, browse for it. The drawback to having the eBay app on your phone is you can always look something up when you think of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're like, oh, I could buy that now. <laughs> so Bandai recently released, I don't know how recently, but they released a 1-1 replica of the beta capsule. Okay. Super nice. It's got like a, I don't know if it's wooden or, or a molded plastic. Probably it's molded plastic. Really nice display stand. Okay. Looks like it might be dark wood. It's very fancy. Okay. Fair enough. Comes with the pin Ooh. with the antenna. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes. Would you like to Would you like to wager at how much this costs? Okay. We're talking beta capsule, pin, plus stand. I'm going to go $150. On the money. 
Really? On the money, you win the showcase, my friend. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh. yeah. Because like 50, I would have gone, okay, I'll just, I'll bite the bullet <laughs> and be a moron and just, and, and put that somewhere where I can display it. But I cannot, you can't. I can't justify $150 for what essentially looks like a Norelco razor. Yeah. Or a yeah. flashlight or something, flashlight. you know, like. I mean, the pin would be cool, God, but you could pin. never really wear it because everybody. Yeah, I don't care. Thousand times. I'll be happy to explain it. <laughs> we do an Ultraman podcast, That's Patrick. That's your tip. I'm happy to explain it. What am I it. saying? <laughs> it's not a problem. I'm just saying. I, I remember when I was an, uh, a telephone operator, one yeah. of those zero operators. After a very short while, you get tired of saying a thousand times a day. Operator can help you. Yeah. Operator can help you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. You get tired of that. Well, that's, yeah. There's no interest in that. Nobody's gonna go like, tell me more. Yeah. Yes. What? what I actually did have you? a nice conversation one time where someone did not know what RSVP was. Oh, responsive play. Yes. Yeah. And I actually explained it in French because I took French in high school. Oh, so c'est bon. Really well. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> it went deep. She's like, you really know them? Yeah, I took French in high school. That's yeah. what I learned. This was before <laughs> we had to get you off the phone very quickly. <laughs> were you a 411 operator or just an operator? Uh, I was an operator operator for a while. And then when I got to 411, it's when they just started to go with you record what you want. That aggravates me because yeah. when, when you go like um, Smith Deli uh, in so-and-so New Jersey, they go, did you want the Reebok store in Cleveland? And you're like, no. Then you got to talk to a real person anyway. It's well, just was, like a delaying tactic. I was right on the cutting <laughs> edge of that. That's yeah. We're talking 1993-ish. Yeah. It's right no better. Time. No, no, it was worse. It's 2016, it was, but it's no better. Well, as as the 411 operator at the time, you get what I got is what they said, and you had to figure it out in less than 30 seconds. Oh, so you had to type it like you, you heard it. To, you heard it, and you had to type it quickly, and they just come right on, and you're like, hold on just a second. Yeah, okay. You're typing up. Yeah, which I have no problem with. Which, you know, but the problem was because I was in Kentucky. And dealing with Miami. Well, the, the, the downside of that is, at the time... <laughs> no, no, no. The, the upside was, I could drive around Miami, never having been there, and know where everything was. Oh, that's cool, yeah. The downside was, I was never going to Miami, just to drive around. Because <laughs> you were in Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, I was in Kentucky at the time. These are things I never knew about Pat Volume 1. <laughs> it's exciting. So anyway, we're going to talk about two episodes of Ultraman today. Um, the first one being, all right, brace yourselves, guys. I'm long title um, on this one. Yeah, the uh, Pearl Defense Directive. Um, and I want to say that there's probably a new, I think the DVDs that I have, which are the original, uh, not the Mill Creek ones, but the ones from BCI Eclipse, um, actually have a different title for it. The Pearl Oyster Protection Directive, maybe? Hmm. Or maybe it's just Pearl Oyster Defense Order. That could be. Anyway, um, you've got uh, Fuji and um, Ito uh, off-duty, shopping around in uh, downtown Japanese metropolis. Yes. Um, and With some uh, fantastic shots from every reflective surface that you could possibly yeah, it was, imagine. It was great. They really did... Whoever the either the director or the camera guy yeah. really got some good shots from every reflective surface you could think of, they had a shot of. Okay, 
Uh, Akio Jusoji was the director of this, okay? But there's also somebody listed as special skill director, which is Koichi Takano. Um, and it's possible that that guy's special skill is reflective directing. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Or it could just Let's be the guy who it. did the monster scenes. Also possible. Also possible. <laughs> also possible. But, but I mean, they had a lot of time and energy into these reflective shots. Yeah, this guy mapped out his shots. Um, I guess they were like, you know what? We're filming downtown. Um, let's use it. Let's use all of downtown. Oh, yeah, can yeah, use. Yeah. You know, like we're going to get um, we're going to get shots of them walking from the perspective of a window. And then they walk up to the window and we're going to pan left. And there they are because that was their reflection. And it was really fantastic. And very, very well done. They had some chrome from the wheels of the cars that oh, they were reflected okay. yeah, into. Yeah, it was awesome. And then they had, uh, what was the other thing that they were The from? mirror when they were talking to the guy in the right, 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 right. They had the mirror behind like behind them in front of the guy somehow, and you could see that it was just Yeah, it was like on the counter, so yeah, you yeah. could see, you know. See them as they're talking to the guy, which was well done. Yeah, so it was like any jewelry store you've ever been to where they have that big oval mirror on the counter so you can look at yourself with the thing on. Um, and uh, by the way, to all you guys that work in jewelry stores, if you're not wearing a tuxedo, you're selling customers short. Yeah, wear a tuxedo. Yeah, wear a tuxedo. You're in the jewelry store. This is high class. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I would, I would feel like at least the inflated prices that I was paying were slightly more so worth, worth it. Worth it. Yeah, if yeah, the yeah. guy came up to me in a tuxedo, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I could shop in a place where everybody was wearing a tuxedo. I'd be like going in there, going, "I'm decidedly underdressed for this yeah. store." I don't know. <laughs> well, having worked in the Diamond District in Manhattan multiple times, yeah. <clears throat> At least eighty percent of the men are in tuxedos. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. They really are. I mean, not you know, they have taken off the jacket, but they're still wearing the vest and the pants of a tuxedo. You know, the shirt is just tie. A, it's no, not a bow tie. Generally not. Oh, just a tie tie. Just a tie. Okay, tie. so they're sort of formal, but yeah, yeah. They're, okay. They're on the cusp of being really formal. Okay. But by God, the and the security, amazing. Oh. It's a diamond district. It's oh yeah. Ridiculous. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm not shocked at all. No, I'm not shocked at all. To, to Despite get, the fact that I'm just being almost completely worthless. Yeah, well, I mean, to, to get <coughs> to where we have to get to. Again, I work for the phone company. To get to where we have to get to, it's usually through three different doors that are equally differently locked. Right, you have right, to go right. Through one, let it close. Go through the other, let it close. And then they check something else out and go through the other thing yeah. close. Which is nice because they also depressurize them while he's out there. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. you don't get the bends going in. Tough it's bit. good, yeah. <laughs> um, so th this is a basic episode that prices of, of pearls have gone through the roof. And uh, it's the guy that's like, well, all the pearls were basically, this year's pearl crop was destroyed. And uh, and Ito's like, that's what they tell you. <laughs> they just want to jack up the prices. And, of course, Fuji is like, no, there's got to be a problem. We have to go back to Science Patrol headquarters now to figure this out. Right. And he's all he's all irritated. He wants to eat uh, lunch and have ice cream. Yeah, he's downtown. He wants to go and explore downtown. She's oh. like, no, we have to figure this out. Yeah. Also, the Science Patrol are paid monthly. Yes. yes. I don't know if the monthly pay is a Japanese thing. No, there's places that do that. No, oh, I know that, but I mean, I mean again, I'm wondering if it's more common there. No, because the the foreman we have again in the film company only get paid monthly. Huh? I like we get paid weekly. They get paid monthly. So you know that's got to be hell on the taxes. Well, 
you're paying the same amount of taxes, and they, they all say basically the same thing. The first week, they're eating like a king. The second week, they're eating like a prince. Third week, they're eating like a pauper. Fourth week, if they get to eat, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty much how it goes. Don't eat like a king week one. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> just spread it out a little it. bit. <laughs> but they all usually have like giant refrigerators because they know they're only going to get paid once, so they buy everything yeah, they buy right everything then there bulk, and yeah. freeze it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. But, um, so, you know, they go back to headquarters and they, and of course, the, um, Captain Miro knows that the, the monster, uh, is called, um, Gemikajura. Yeah, no even, no explanation. It just eats pearls. Yeah. This must be it. Yeah, this is, this is, oh, the dog's going to come up here any second and freak out because Rocky Rocky's is outside. Out yeah. So, as you can tell, we record pretty much the same time every day, uh, every week because the guy across the street is walking the dog at the same time. Oh, he's, he's investigating where Fergus went to the bathroom. Yeah, of course. That's what they did. This is thrilling pod, I understand. <laughs> anyway, um, the monster, it turns out, is this giant... Lizardy. Fat one. alligator? <laughs> yeah, fat alligator is actually the best way to put it. I mean, the guy, again, we, we've done this, the, the guy doing these on four. Oh, this guy. He's is got to hate these. He's just got crawling around with this giant rubbery plastic suit. It's got to be a pain in the rear end. Oh, and knees. And knees, yeah, yeah. Just crawling around. Just tear. I feel bad. For, I mean, I know they're not really, you know, they're paid to do it, but it's just a pain in the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 terrible, but uh it's 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 not a bad looking monster in and of itself. The suit's a little goony, but I like the fact he's got them big front flipper feet. Right, right. Um, and I mean that's basically to keep the hands so you don't actually see where the hands are so that right. I can do stuff with a lot it. of texture. Yeah. Um uh, two different like his 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 stomach is more um like a lined texture, back is sort of scaly and bumpy, like a like, like a reptile. Said, pretty much an uh, uh, alligator kind of look. Where yeah. an alligator would have a sleek stomach Long and a bumpy snout. back. Yep. Yeah, it, it's pretty much alligator. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. And then on the back of the guy, he's got this tail. Which how they just got this gigantic? I mean, it is a big tail. And there's that. It looks like it has a like a um, scorpion sting or a little thing a just Pac Man on the back there, <laughs> just kind of sitting there. Yeah, it's but, a lump. I mean, to, to actually get this to sit on the guy has got to be annoying. He's got to yeah. tie it basically to his hips so he can kind of move it around. Yeah, it doesn't do much more than move around. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, I the, these costumes again, they weigh a lot, and um, you know the frames are. Uh, I remember in the uh, second Godzilla movie they had. Switch the frames to bamboo because they were lighter. Okay, fair enough. So, but that's how uh, the suit actor got a cut on his leg. Ah. Because one of the bamboo's uh, pieces broke. Right. And went inside the costume, (gasps) cut his leg. He didn't know it. He thought the foot of his suit was full of water. Uh, And then he passed out. (sighs) Yeah. Because he lost like a whole bunch blood. of blood. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Good so God. the glamour, huh? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, they turn out that this is the monster that's eating the pearls, and the science patrol goes out to destroy it. Um, and they do give a, a good shot of this monster eating the pearls, and he's got some sort of vacuum tube tongue. It's fantastic to pull up the pearls. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, having seen any number of tubes. 
This one looks very cool. Yeah, it's silly, but it's, you know, it's... And then the Science Patrol attacks it. It shoots a jet of hot water of some sort out of his head um, and disables the... Science Patrol. Um, Science Patrol's VTOL, right? Yeah. Um, so they camp out on the, um, the beach to do repairs. The monster is grinding up the pearls at night. They can hear him grind like... Right. Fuji freaks the hell out. Save one for me because I am a girl and I like pearls. Yeah, basically it becomes very like, you don't understand the feelings of a woman. I need to have a pearl. Yeah. Please do Please, Kevin Kajira, don't eat them all. And he's just like, look, lady, I'm just trying to eat. This is, you know. My thought was, perhaps there was one still in the wreckage of that truck. Because it didn't look like he ate them all. But well, that's you got to go with he's trying to eat them all. Sure. And she's just saying, hey, save one or two for me so I can have a pearl. She lost, she lost her mind sure. a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it's understandable. She's under a lot of stress. <laughs> she's got to be part of the science patrol. That's, that's got to right. be a stressful job. She's a modern woman. What does she say to herself? She says she's a modern... Modern woman, part of the science patrol, by God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's nice. So they eventually... Uh, Start whacking the crap out of the monster with any number of fancy schmancy um, weapons. They have balloons that mark it underwater, right. which then somehow detonate later. Um, well, no, no, no. They drop some pearls to bait it, and in the pearls, oh, they that had, two pearl bombs. Yeah, they had bombs inside the pearls, so you could see like, okay, he ate some of the pearls, and then some of the pearls outside explode and then some of the pearls in his in, stomach explode yeah like, was a nice God, shot it's not nice yeah and then they pick him up in a they're flying in the vtol hiatus flying right? in the some sort know, of jet. the flying wedge yeah I we'll call it <laughs> it's like a flying triangle um and they, they have a giant up net a in net, between the two of which them. is about the most i mean we haven't gotten to the monster minute but I don't care what this thing weighs. You're not picking it up yeah. with two small jets. You, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go so far as to say we probably haven't seen the most ridiculous thing going on in this series. Probably not. Yeah. But, but this is so far. This is up there. This is right there. <laughs> this is up there. So they pick him up. He's got... They're electrocuting him with the net. Of course. Because why wouldn't you have an electrified yeah. net? Yeah. And it knocks high out of plane out of the sky. Um... He crashes, and um, they, you know, they they split up to, to keep trying to shoot it. One's got to find Hayato. One's yeah. got to. So, the other bunch has got to shoot it. So of course becomes Ultraman. Um, the Science Patrol returns uh, from headquarters with a rocket attached underneath, like a sort of like a um, not a Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix missile, sort of like. You know, one of those just large a, cruise yeah. missile kind yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. regular missile kind of looking. Yeah, thing. and it shoots it straight up Main Street if you've seen Deadpool. Um, right, right, yeah, in the, right in the right in the right in the poop cutter. And so, then this rocket, <laughs> and again, kicks the monster straight up like it's nothing. And now the monster's flying along with, with a the rocket, rocket sticking right out, out of its keister. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's amazing. It's just it's it, the. Look on when they do close-ups on the monster's face. He's not happy. Kevin it's like, whoa, 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 this is not cool. First off, we've given him massive indigestion by setting off pearls and pearl bombs in his stomach. Right. And now we're aggravating his monster hemorrhoids. And it, this is just like, this is terrible. So 
Ultraman shows up. Somehow the monster does a loop de loop. Right, because he's figured out how to control the rocket from, coming out of his keister. From his buttocks. And uh, and Ultraman and him just head straight for each other. Right. Ultraman Crash folds his arms head. back yeah. and headbutts him, causing him to explode. Into a billion different pieces. For no particular reason. Right. And that's it. That's that's what kills him. Like, that's all it took. Uh, Ultraman just wrote literally 48 seconds. Yeah, yeah. They just basically flew right into each other. Ultraman survives the monster, doesn't Amazing. And then at the end, we see that prices have fallen again on pearls and now may be purchased on a Science Patrol's salary. Right. And Fuji shows off her pearl necklace, her pearl earrings, her pearl ring. Yeah. And then walking down the street, we have her and the... Ito. Ito, thank you. Ito's got a pile of boxes. Because women love to be shopping. Exactly. (laughs) And you're sitting there going, wait a minute, one minute she can't buy anything... The next minute, she's just shopping like she's going to drop. All right. Yeah, well, you know, she's, you know, maybe they all their meals are paid for, unless they go out, I would assume. They eat at the Science Patrol yeah, you, think cafeteria. I don't think they would live on Science Patrol headquarters, but they could. They sleep there. They We've seen that. Sure, that's true. They do have to sleep there. So, you know what? Their salary's got to be pretty decent. Yeah. Because everything else is paid for. So, yeah. their salary's got to be decent. Yeah, they probably fair, do all right. Fair enough. You know, they're public servants, but, you know, they have, I'm sure they have their downtime. There's a rec room and whatnot with a ping pong table and pinball sure. or something. We haven't seen it, but no, I'm sure it's there. You know, I'm, sure it's there. I'm sure there's some sort of diagram of the Science Patrol headquarters on online that is untranslated that I'll have to work on. <laughs> Oh, good grief. Well, anyway, here's our Monster Minute for Kamikajura. Uh, he is kaiju that fed upon pearls and attacks several farms, nearly endangering pearl... Well, nearly endangering pearl oysters. Right. He, they, quite frankly, implicitly endangered pearl oysters. Yeah, Thank they, you they much. pretty much say that's why the cost of them is going so far up, because there's just not enough anymore. That's right. Um, now, his height, 35 meters. Weight, 10,000 tons. Oh, yeah, they're not picking them up. Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> this is future technology from 1999, Pat. I forget. Yeah, this, the the this this takes place in the 90s, by the way. Oh, fair according enough. according to the according to science of the 60s, we should be well, very specific. Of course, thank God we're not being attacked by monsters all the time. So I'll take what I can get. <laughs> um, suit actor, let's give him a hand. Teru Arakaki, and God bless you, sir, because that was a pain. Holy man. moly! Yeah, he had everything going on around him. Okay, so uh, his name comes from the Japanese words for toad, which is gama and whale, kajura. So uh, it's a toad whale. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I still think it looks more like an alligator than anything else. But yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, Kamikajura's suit was later modified for Skydon. Don't know who that is. No, I don't. I don't remember who Skydon is. But uh, he's also one of the monsters that make up. Bury Eudora's neck in Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legend, the movie. Okay. They really pull a lot of stuff into that, my <laughs> well, friend. Well, they have to. They have to get everything they can. Throw yeah, yeah. on the screen and see what sticks. And he has never, ever been seen again. He's his one and only appearance. Okay. I mean, it, it was pretty much a nondescript monster. Yeah. You know, and again, if you're going to have him blow up into a million smithereens, you really can't use him again. Yeah. Okay. We're fans of Doctor Who. Yeah. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Um, there's this thing called the Monster Graveyard. Oh 
okay. that exists within Ultraman. Okay. And things can rise from the monster graveyard but and don't be they brought have to get back. Buried in the monster graveyard? Is that not really? It's sort of a ethereal monster graveyard. Okay. It's like okay. where the spirit of the monster goes sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, a, I think it's a more Japanese thing, like a, okay. a more um, Shinto sort of Shinto thing. Okay, maybe. You know, right. forgive me if I'm getting that completely wrong, but the internet will correct the internet us. Internet will correct us. Um, yeah. So, what do you think? What do you think of that one? Well, like I said, the, the shots that they took from downtown with all the reflective surfaces, mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. The monster's tongue, very, very cool. I mm -hmm. thought that's the best. Tongue that we've seen. Yes. Period. <laughs> the monster itself, eh, giant alligator, okay. Yeah. And the actual destruction of the monster, not buying. <laughs> not buying that they pick him up with a net, not buying <laughs> that a rocket will pick him up, not buying that a headbutt will just demolish him to a thousand different pieces yep. where he's gone completely. But, you know, not a bad episode all in all, just, you know, a lot of different things where you could say, yeah, not buying that, yeah, not buying that. And you gotta. You know, suspend disbelief in a lot of this stuff, but a lot. <laughs> I'm just not buying the fact that a net is picking up. What'd you say, a ten thousand ton monster? Yeah, yeah. That a rocket sure. is shooting out a ten thousand ton monster. Not buying that part. No, even no, no. Can't I mean, it. you would think that like right in the right in the right, keister, right in the pooter there. You know, it, like it, just, it would just keep going. You up. would think it would just. Oh man, I would and that have would not be fun. Utterly perfect had it shot out of his mouth, but I don't think they were quite ready for that in no. the '60s. Um, but anyway, that's it for that episode. We'll be back in a minute uh, with more Science Patrol uh, with the next episode, which is uh, the terrifying cosmic rays. Yeah. For listening to anything, this is the Science Patrol. I mean, you know, you normally don't do this. No, things happen. Yeah, yeah. So the next episode, the terrifying cosmic rays, um, also on the DVD release, it is called the Space Ray of Terror. Not on our DVD. No, no. And maybe that's the Japanese DVD. I didn't even think of that. Don't know. Yeah, don't exactly. know. Don't have them too expensive. Exactly. Crazy, crazy money. Which we don't have. Yeah, no. The Blu-ray box sets for because I, I was again farting around on eBay last night. Oh, of night. course, you have nothing better to do with your time <laughs> or my money. Um, <laughs> apparently, um, the um, there's the Blu-ray box set for the original Ultraman came out in two parts. Okay. Because God forbid it's lumped all together. Why would you do that? That'd be too smart. How about two hundred dollars a box? So four hundred dollars total. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, they'll the, sell it. 
Oh, they'll sell. Oh, they'll sell. Somebody will they'll buy. Sell. Oh, a lot of people will buy. Really? It's, it's, okay. Again, again, it's not here. About the Japanese. It's game. not here. <laughs> <laughs> they will buy it. It will sell. Right. Um, I wish to see it on Blu-ray here. I would rebuy it on Blu-ray absolutely. Um, if they could finally work Bring it down from the four hundred dollars. Well, not even that. Yes. Uh, well, yes, that. <laughs> but I mean, if they could release, if they could get the legal battle taken care of with this company that claims to own Ultraman. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right, right. But we all pretty much agree that they don't. Um, and Subaraya could say, okay, good. Here's our reworked masters from the original films. And it's going to have all the subtitles, all the English, so we won't have that problem where the episodes right. dump back into but, Japanese yeah. because they have incomplete masters. So we would get these beautiful, Everything. beautiful... Blu-rays, you know, right, right, right. Um, where but we see even time. even more wires and things, um, <laughs> which which is the thing. I want to get all the Godzilla stuff on Blu-ray, except for the fact that I'm like I'm going to see so much stuff that I'm not meant to see. Yeah, yeah. You want it not as good definition. You want it you great, want, but you don't want it great. Right. You know, <laughs> you want to see all the stuff that you yeah. know you're not supposed to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you catch. There are times when you're watching something and you catch a glimpse of it and you go like, oh, that's how they move Gator's head. Okay, cool. And it's, to me, part of the magic of this form of entertainment is that you're going to see a wire here or there, but you're not going to see it constantly in your face. Yeah, even as a kid, you know that it's like guys in suits. Right. You implicitly understand that. But, um, like... You, you don't want to see care. the wires. Yeah, but you don't even care. Like, if you see something, you're like, okay, fine, okay, it's, it's not a problem. Like, when I was a kid, I saw the zipper up Ultraman's back, but I didn't care. I was like, it doesn't matter. He's still fighting giant monsters on TV. That's all I want. Which is fair. That's all I Which want. Which is fair. All right. So, Into the Terrifying Cosmic Rays is a 15th episode of the original Ultraman. Um, not a lot of plot to this one. No. Not even a little bit of a plot. <laughs> we have kids drawing in an industrial site. Well, no. First, they're drawing monsters in class. Remember that? Oh, right, 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 right. So right. we saw a whole bunch. We saw Pigmon. Right. We saw a whole bunch of different monsters. Kangyan, Red King. Right. And um, then they had the, the... Something else. They had a few oh, different Oh, there was a monsters. couple that... I mean, there's a couple we saw that right. fought Ultraman that we've seen. Yeah. Um, and they, they show you monsters that you're going to see eventually. And I'm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for nothing. These are, we'll say, 10-year-old kids. And they're showing the adult drawings. Yeah, they're very well done. Really, really well done. For what are supposed to be ten-year-old kids, and then you have the one that okay, a ten-year-old kid yeah. could have done, yeah. which is just basically a, a white outline of a tadpole, right? And that's the monster of the day. Yes, that is Gavadon, and uh, so then there's a report that there's these uh, cosmic rays that are being um, like recently been detected, right? And they're not sure what's going to be the effect of these cosmic rays. It turns out that they're really localized. To Chicago, no, New York, New York, Washington, and I want to was like, say there was an like uh, Bangkok. Was no, it? Where, what's the capital of India? Uh, Delhi, New Delhi. Is it okay? I think either, they said either Bombay New Delhi. or Delhi, or well, it might have been Bombay. Not Bombay. It could have been Bombay. Bombay, but anyway, it was. I think it was somewhere in India. So it was only in a couple cities absorbed this stuff, and it's turning two D things into three D things. Right. Right. So. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure what that might entail. Um, Don't know how it would be the, done. It's the kind of a thing where 
um, teenage boys everywhere are running to get the Sears catalog and lay them out and uh, hopefully right get some of these, of the yeah, some of these underwear models. Yeah, huh? yeah, like see what they can get happening. Um, and then we get the kid that... But they disappear at night. That's no good. Well, they disappear <laughs> at night in the construction site, drawing the Gabadon on just a basic sewer pipe. Yeah, big old cement sewer pipe. And walks away. Right. Leaving it there. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we can't let the guy catch us because he's mean. And yeah. So. He's done some scary things. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what the scary things are, but he's done them. He's an adult. He's scary. That's <laughs> yeah, automatic. True. When you're 10. <laughs> an adult is An adult scary. is scary. Like, especially if you're doing something shifty. Like, you're in a place where you're not supposed to be. Even he comes out and he's like, Mwah, kids! Yeah. You're going to run away. And even if all he does is wave his hands, he's still the scary guy that lives at the construction site. True, true. So, um... Gab, um Gavadon? Gavadon, yeah. Um, comes alive, and he just kind of walks around. This sort of... He looks plush. He looks kind of like a stuffed... Tadpole. Just, yeah, giant white tadpole-looking yeah. thing. Little pink feet. Um, it's got like little knuckles, yeah. and uh, the sign just patrol. basically kind of falls asleep. Yeah, Doesn't the cause science patrol goes out and just shoots sh the ever-loving bejesus out of him. It's a monster. We've got to shoot. Yeah, we've that's got that's our imperative. <laughs> yeah, we learned that the science patrol's imperative is we have to destroy monsters that could be a threat. To civilization, no matter what. Yeah, this doesn't appear to be a threat to anything. Yeah, just no, nothing. nothing. I can't think. It of just wants to fall asleep. Yeah. And even later on, after they shoot at it a couple times, it, it walks gently down like a whole industrial site without breaking anything. Yeah, right it walks down, down the path that yep. happens to be there. Yeah, walks down the street and disappears. Literally disappears into the sunset. Um, and they're like, oh well. Reports have come in from other cities that that's what happens. The things uh, become 3D, and then they disappear at sunset. Right, because so, it's somehow the sunlight, yeah, the sunlight and the cosmic rays yeah, that's right, that's right. mixed together to make this thing 3D. Right. So now, obviously, the kids don't know this. So the next day, the kids go along and make Gabadon look a lot better. Yeah, he's cooler. Colors, yeah. They have stuff on his back and yeah. you know, all over the place. and. Everybody's drawing a different color on the thing. And I really, really like how he starts to peel off the pipe. Yes. They, they, this time they actually show like how the cosmic rays are affecting this drawing and making bulge out into yeah. a 3D. Like, it's an awesome effect. Almost a reverse shrinky dink kind of effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like where the shrinky dink would shrink down. This thing is kind of expanding like outward, ballooning <clears throat> outward, which yeah. is a very cool effect. I do have to give it that. And it's a cool-looking monster. His second form's got these big, giant teeth, like which you said, you know, square they're, teeth. They're very square. They're, he looks like he looks. He's got awesome caps, like he's been to the dentist. And he's, he's like, these are my fantastic new teeth. I paid a lot for them. I'm smiling all the time. He's got kind of a flat. Sort of a flat top in the front. It's not hair, but it's like a flat top haircut. He looks kind of like Chet from Weird Science. <laughs> Remember? Oh yes, 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 yes. Speaking of speaking of making things out of nothing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is the Chet monster. Um, he's got all these cool colors. He's got um, looks like almost segmented legs. He's a very very cool looking monster. Yes. Who promptly falls asleep again. And again, this is what this monster does. Is okay. I'm awake. Nope, I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah, well, it's been he's, a long day. Well, it's his birthday, technically. <laughs> Every day is Every his birthday. Day. He's taking a nap. And then they bring out tanks and whatnot, 
shoot him up again. He gets irritated and then disappears. Again. Yeah, because it's my again. Yeah, and like instead of doing the thing where you go, hey, maybe tell the kids to knock it off with the drawings. And you know, even <laughs> like says, you know, if we leave this thing alone, <coughs> it'll just it'll not do anything. It'll just go to sleep. No, we no, can't. No, we do have that. to destroy the monsters. Yeah. Destroy them. Captain Mira is like, no, no, no. We've got a budget. We got to unload these missiles on something. So, <laughs> all right, fine. Um, so the next night, the kids go out and they make uh, Gavinon look a little bit different again. And uh, then the the mean old man from the park or the uh, the the uh, construction site jumps out and throws water at them um, instead of throwing water. On the chalk chalk drawing, which would get rid of the monster, he throws it at the kids, which makes them just run away. Right. And then, uh, of course, uh, Dawn comes and Gavinon rolls up again. Uh, Finally, Hayata, oh, the kids are cheering the monster on because they think he's cool at this sort of, uh, we we think it's like a hydroelectric dam. Yeah, it looks like a hydroelectric dam. There's just all sorts of different waterfalls going on, and it looks like a hydroelectric dam. Or it's an aquatic sculpture. I don't know. It's It's a possibility. Either way. Yeah. Either way. I I remember seeing that episode when I was a kid. I wanted to go to that so bad, because it looks so cool. Like Yeah, it does. I mean, there are different levels of water falling down in tiny waterfalls. I'm like, oh, it looks like you can kind of walk around there. and. Kind of could, because they, they did have everybody running through the water yeah. in this episode. And meanwhile, I have no concept of how far Japan is at 10 years oh, old. Oh, why would you? Yeah, of course not. That's like my son watches YouTube videos of water parks, and he comes up to me like, oh, I'd like to go here. And I'm like, well, that's in Frankfurt, pal, and that's a fair haul. You know, like... <laughs> that's a little bit away. It's too. very cool, but like, I don't think we can go there. Um... So, although if we went to Germany, I could go to Legoland too. There's a Legoland right in New York. What a theme park! Yeah, 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 absolutely. Today I learned. Excellent. Just just north of the Bronx, I want to say. Hmm. If you look it up, there is a Legoland right just north of the Bronx. That's fairly rad. All yeah. right, cool. I like it. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, that's fine. I like that. That's good. That's good to know. Um. Yeah, because. Trish and I have actually thought of going there. Oh, yeah. I would. Love, I almost went to the... Uh, no, let's sidetrack again while we're at it. Hey. We took my son up for uh, to see a doctor up in Connecticut. Okay. Um, we were... Uh, I was like, Einfield, Connecticut. Why does the name Einfield, Connecticut sound familiar? And I'm thinking about it. And I'm thinking about it. And I put it out of my head because uh-huh. it's just like one of those things. And then I go, this is where Lego is. This is the headquarters, the U.S. Uh, headquarters of Lego is here. And Quick got on the phone. We're like, is there a factory tour tomorrow? And they're like, no, I'm sorry. We're actually not doing a tour tomorrow. And this and that. And I was so close. Uh, (laughs) You're always there. (laughs) Ah, It's like you travel to Toy Mecca and you can't. It's close. It's like Wally World. The moose out front should have told you. (laughs) I did that when I, I went to Ireland. They were clo- Ireland was closed. It's no, Waterford. Oh, Waterford oh. Crystal. Oh, closed on Sundays, and I was there on a Sunday. That makes a lot of sense, actually, if you think about it. And I was, I didn't. Well, you should I'm, be a church or the pub. Yeah, pick I, one or both. Are your options <laughs> or both. Exactly. Fine. Can do both, <laughs> but you can't do a tour of Waterford, and they have oh. tours every other day of, of the course. week, but Sunday. Oh. And I was like, I'm not staying in Waterford for an extra day just to take a tour of a crystal factory. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I might have. 
I might have. It depends. It depends on what my itinerary and well, options were for the rest of the week. If so. I had known that Waterford Crystal was going to be closed on that day, yeah, you, I probably would have done something else yeah, and yeah, gone yeah. to Waterford for sure. a Monday. Sure, sure. But, you know, I was trying to do the whole tour of Ireland and, you know, young and single and stupid. Well, no, no. Young and single. It's just... <laughs> Girls with accents. Yeah, well, that and girls with accents trump the Waterford Fist Crystal Factory. That's fine. Uh, You're in the land of gingers. I would be more than happy to not go to the Waterford Crystal Factory. Well, then to the pub. Okay. So, (laughs) pretty much exactly what I did. (coughs) Excuse me. So, um, Hayata falls while he's trying to rescue these kids at the hydroelectric plant slash um, water installation. Beta capsule comes out of the water. And there's <laughs> like, the, like the lady in the lake. Pretty much. With Excalibur. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. What it so, is. Um, and then, yeah, there's Ultraman. Shows up and starts wrestling with this fairly innocuous monster. Yeah, that's just trying to sleep. Yeah. If you leave it alone, yeah, you would just sleep. It is literally the napping monster. <laughs> there's, n- I mean... And Does what do kids? I don't want to know why the kids are so excited. Kids hate naps. Yeah. <laughs> but all this monster wants to do is nap. Yeah, he's like, oh god, I'm exhausted. It's been a long day already. You know, I can't even knock a building over. I literally do not think any miniatures were destroyed. No, not a one. Not a one. I was going to say in the last two episodes, but they did destroy the truck in the last one. Yeah, they destroyed the pearl truck. Yeah, so that was all yeah. that, that was true. Not much, but you know, Very, it counts. But it was there. It's a count. But in this one, they didn't destroy anything. Nope. nope. They had the little wrestling, went on that for a little while. And then and he takes them up into space. Yeah. And that's it. Just takes them into space, and now. And the kids are all get, crying and upset. Right. And then you get the voice of what Ultraman. we have to assume is Ultraman from space. And says, you can now see Hyatt, or what was the monster's name? Gavadon. Gavadon, once a night, on this night, every year. And then they show you a picture of Ultraman in the stars, and a picture of Gavadon in the stars. Which, how it would only be there for one night a year, I'm not quite sure of. But he is otherwise engaged in napping. Exactly. (laughs) Napping, the other 364. He'll show up. It's a courtesy, all right? <laughs> Don't ask uh, questions. Exactly. It's one of those, okay, this one's the one we really <laughs> have to suspend a lot of disbelief Yeah, for. these two are a lot of a lot of suspending of disbelief. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, this one, the monster was cooler. He's definitely cool looking. You know, definitely a cool looking To go monster. from just a plain old white tadpole mm-hmm. to a very cool monster, because they drew him better, is a really cool thought. Yeah, it really is. You know, they use really more is. color. And now, at the very end, the Science Patrol has to patrol a playground where they're drawing on chalk because they know the cosmic rays oh, are Oh, that's gonna, right. That's right. They have to keep an eye on children's drawings. Because they know the cosmic rays are just going to expand whatever they draw to become a monster. Yeah. So now their whole... Obviously, you can't trust the custodian to, to just go out and hose, everything down before it gets the sidewalk <laughs> off after the kids go home. Like, yeah, you know, no. take 10 minutes. Spray with, everything yeah, down. Don't just, care just what it is. Hose it down. It's all good. Um, it would have been cool to see if, you know, some guy decides to be lazy and he just gives it a quick hose, like, hose down and it becomes this, like, globule monster. That would have been cool. Yeah. 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 We're big good. Multicolored, like globular kind of thing because yeah. he just didn't really. Yeah, yeah, it's like it looks like the smog monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah, 
All right, so let's do our our, 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 our I was going to say mutt minute, but it's not a mutt minute. Nope, my apologies sir. to can I pet your dog? Um, oh look, there's Fergus's girlfriend. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, very nice. Yeah, she loves Fergus. Fergus okay. is going to go berserk in a minute. <laughs> so, um, all right. So Gavadon in his larval state. Um, let me see if there's different. Um, Probably not much. I wouldn't think there would be much. 30 meters, 60 meters. He's bigger. Oh, okay. Uh, weight is 20,000 tons to 40,000 tons. So basically double the size. They double them, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, let's look at some... Let's look at some trivia for Mr. Gavadon. <laughs> well, this is dark. What's that? <laughs> Gavadon may have died from the vacuum of space and thus turned into a constellation. Well, I mean, they did <laughs> say he became a constellation once a year. <laughs> they didn't quite comment that he may have died. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, okay, that's great. Okay, yeah, good grief. Gavadon is the first instance where an Ultraman directly listened to the plight of children because they didn't want him to hurt him. Okay, fair enough, right, right. He just took him to the vacuum of space and, and may have died, but we don't really know. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you can see, that's another suspicion. I was going to go with maybe astral projection or something, <laughs> but sure. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Gavadon is one of the monsters that didn't reappear in Ultraman. The Ultimate Hero has powered Gavadon due to the budget for making the other powered monsters in the series, but he was originally scheduled to appear. Okay. Um, <coughs> pardon me again that's the um, US Ultraman that had the really awesome looking suits Don't know. but terrible um, terrible fight choreography I was telling uh, you about just, everything's real slow uh, monsters look amazing I mean they're just cool monster looking holy mackerel but they updated Red King they updated uh, a bunch of them and they look fantastic but it's like uh Oh, you uh, guys didn't know what they were doing, and you could just uh, tell what they did. Yeah, and they just had to be very slow because the suits were apparently very fragile. Oh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. They really went crazy building them, but not making sure that they would work. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, they looked great, but were not particularly durable. Um, Gavadon was the design inspiration for Wu in Bioplanet Wu, particularly his origin and normal forms design. Gavadon adult suit would later be used for the monster Zambolar. Maybe he's a Zamboni monster. I don't know. Sounds like it. Uh, let me see. Although not physically shown, Gavadon also becomes one of Buria's body parts in Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legends the movie. Good grief. They, they threw a lot at that movie because you've mentioned it now at least a good half dozen times. Yeah, we will be seeing it at some point. So Because um, it's pretty cool. They have made Gavadon figures with um, both the uh, larval stage and the adult nice stage. If yep. you're going to make them off, so you might as well make you're both make, Yeah. And I do love the fact that most of the Ultraman, Ultraman monsters have a... Bandai put out a series, I think might have mentioned it on the show before, called uh, the 500 Yen series. So okay. they're selling these vinyl figures for 500, for 500 yen. yen. That's five bucks. Oh, is it really? Okay. Thereabouts. Okay, maybe, fair maybe, enough. Maybe Close five fifty, something like that. It's, it's within that ballpark. That's affordable. That absolutely. And is. you know why? 
They no. want kids to buy them. That's yeah, why. That you think sense. about it. That makes sense. Like, if you make your stuff too expensive... Kids are not going to be able kids to buy can, it. But with five bucks a throw, kids can buy a lot of them. Right. True. 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 Collect them all. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, like As many as your mom and dad will let you buy. That's I'm right. Buy them. Yeah, five bucks a throw, it's not terrible. Yeah. You know? Like... Um, even like capsule toys in Japan can be a hundred yen, which is about, about a buck. buck. You know, um, they do have hundred yen stores. I found out, so oh, it's like the same idea. Nice, as like nice. a Dollar Tree or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, makes sense. They also have a thing called the Daiso. Okay, now the Daiso okay. is a two hundred yen store. Okay, so it's two dollars. Okay, but Fair. everything's way higher quality. Than the dollar store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they make really apparently really nice stuff. There's a Daiso in. Canada, okay, um, and God, I want one to come to New to New York <laughs> so badly because apparently there's all sorts of crazy stuff that you can get at the Daiso that's just really way better, like leaves and bounds ahead of dollar store stuff, okay. but you're paying two dollars for it. I gotcha, fair enough. I did see a store. <clears throat> I was on Second Avenue one day, mm. and I saw a store that you would walk into and not walk out of for four hours because <laughs> it had every Japanese. Monster and toy and thing that you... Toy did. Tokyo, is it? Might have been. Upstairs? Second, no, on the first floor. Um, second right off St. Mark's Place. Second off St. Mark's? Yeah, like East 8th there. Right mm. in that general vicinity. But it, I don't know what... I don't remember what the name of the place That's was. That's okay. That's why the internet was invented. But they had everything you could ever possibly want in a Japanese monster or, for that point, any other monster you could ever possibly want. Japanese Toy Store NYC. Let's see here. All right. Now, Forsyth Street. No. Toy Tokyo is on 2nd Avenue. 2nd and where? Mm, don't know. Hold on. Image Anime is on West 30th. No, that's too far. All right. Now, let's see here. Well, we'll just Probably go that to... Toy Tokyo is on. I've been to Toy Tokyo, but originally they were upstairs. But my God, what a store. Um, is there a contact us or directions about us? Contact us. Directions? Maybe. This is also exciting pod. I understand that. <laughs> I apologize Looking up the, for that. the sidetrack that I went 91 Second Avenue between East 5th and 6th. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it. It's a yeah. great store. I yeah. recommend Toy Tokyo highly. If you're ever in Manhattan, go there. It's insane. Yeah, and I haven't been there in 12 years, probably. Know. And it was Berserkowitz when I went. Oh, it was absolutely berserk when I went oh. there. It's not on the second floor now. It's on the first floor, definitely. It's so awesome. It's got everything. Did you go in? Of course I went Okay, in. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I saw the thing, I'm like... Hmm, let me go in and see what the, it had. <laughs> this appears to be in my wheelhouse. <laughs> it had everything. And you could easily spend a couple thousand dollars and still oh, walk out yeah. and buy more. Oh, God, yeah. There are stores there. I could have... There were stores when I used to go to Chinatown on the regular. I would have to bring three, $400 every time I went. Mm -hmm. Because I just... Clean house. Berserk. There used to be a store in Clifton called Outer Limits. Okay. And um, this was before the true, ex like, internet explosion where you could, pre-eBay even. Right, right, right. So they used to go to Japan four times a year. And buy stuff there. And bring, bring it, it back. back. And, I mean, you'd get Godzilla toys. You could get 
Nice. And they were good on bootleg movies, like, you know, fan subtitled stuff. Okay. Cool. Um, that's where I got all my original Godzilla VHSs. Thank you very much. Well, then there you go. Oh, yeah. Showing your age. They were doing it. They would master them off Laserdisc, and then somebody would subtitle oh. them. Oh, yeah. They were beautiful. I mean, they're as good as VHS was going to get. <coughs> I, I mean, I know, I know on 13th and Broadway, they used to be the complete strategist. Uh, that, where you could buy all of your gaming needs, and it's no longer there. Oh, it's wow. It's now a clothing store. That was a friend of mine's store. I'm it's sad to hear that's gone. I used to go in there all the time. Oh, that's terrible. And, you know, not that I would buy a lot of stuff, but I would always walk out with something. They had another store in Montclair, I think, oh, up, in, up in North Jersey. Yeah, I was um, always a city boy. Yeah, and internet, help us out with that. I think the complete strategist was also up there, and I used to call it the complete strategist because I didn't know any better. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that oh, Toy Tokyo is so excellent. Yeah, I can't go near it. <laughs> I know better. I know better. You know you're gonna walk out with just crap you don't need. Yeah. Oh Lots God, of- yes. <laughs> oh God, and any Godzilla toy I buy gets commandeered by my son. Of course. Immediately. It's a, it's a dinosaur toy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He, no, he, well, he knows Godzilla because he's seen some of the movies and he's like, okay, I know who that is. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm not worried about it. It's a phone call. Right. They'll call back. Uh-huh. We have voicemail. We're a highly technical family. And, um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, I guess that's about it. We've oh, seen our two bad. episodes. Uh, let's talk about what's coming up next week. Uh, let's see. The terrifying cosmic rays we've seen. Right. Science Patrol into space. Right. That was is, a is our next title. episode. I like that one. I'm enjoying that one. And um, oh, let's see. Passport to Infinity. That's I don't the, remember that title. And I read. Remember, all the I said that to you. I was like, "That's uh, a great yeah, title. That's a title. My favorite. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot." So okay. So that's that. And uh, we will see you all next week. Um, as usual, our music was supplied to us by the kind folks from Terminal Sunburn. You can reach them at terminalsunburn.bandcamp.com. Again, they have a brand new EP out. You should pay them $45,000 for it. Or, you know, five bucks. That's good, too. Three bucks. A buck. A song. buck a song. Four bucks. What's wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. Um, it's a beautiful thing. You should do that. They're awesome. Um... Casey Kittle's going to fix the audio on this, thank goodness. Um, we can be reached at the at Ultraman Podcast on Twitter. I uh, can be followed at, at Old Man Conroy if you're so inclined. Uh, Pat cannot be found on Twitter, but can be found underneath the streets of Manhattan uh, fighting off Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you can reach us at UltramanPodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us anything. Um... There is a Facebook group. You can search the Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast on Facebook. It's a private group. We will add you. Um, if you're a spammer or you get aggro, we will kick you off. That's just a warning. We like positive people. Yeah. Um, not asking for much. No, not at all. Oh, uh, uh, Ultraman will be where we post episodes. And uh, I guess that's about it, kids. Um, so until next week, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Ernie. Valley Forest Science Patrol. Okay. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.